Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the University Podcast and welcome back to our lockdown series. Today, Nish is with us. She's a third year uni student. Hey guys, how's it going? And today we're going to be talking about something we're both really passionate about and have had such a great discussion on already, which is the pressures of building a personal brand at uni. Um, And kind of the pressures of just doing all these extracurricular activities and being part of all these societies and events and everything. Um, so why don't, Nish, why don't you tell us about kind of the stuff you've been facing in terms of like extracurriculars and activities and stuff? Yeah, sure. Um, I think, especially as a uni student, there's like this overwhelming pressure to do it all yeah. and like make the most of your time and be productive um while at uni and I feel like it's kind of like always been a thing because I remember back in high school like a careers advisor told the student who was like at the top of our grade that she wasn't going to get into a desired course (laughs) she wasn't doing enough out of school yeah and like this this thing that you like just doing well in academia is not sufficient to get you like as far as you would like to be Mm. and I think there is um like I'm I don't know where the idea comes from I don't know if it's like this whole idea that we need to constantly like be on our grind um but I think it exists with like a lot of the friends that I've talked to. In your mind, yeah. right? Like, what can you do more? Like, what more, can you exactly. do what, what will Like, how can I better more? myself? Exactly. Um, yeah, how can I be, like, the best version of me? No, I, I agree. It's, like, always, like, at the back of your mind. Um, and I think one of, like, the biggest things is, like, am I doing this for myself? Mm. Or am I doing this because the world is telling me I have to. Yeah. Um, and like, I think I've personally found it more prominent in uni only because there's just so many opportunities mm-hmm. available to you. And you're like, which one do you see? Like, it's kind of, I am in a bit of like this dilemma of passion like, versus marketable like, or like resume. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I found that a lot of things I've become passionate about have turned into resumeable skills and in turn made it more of an obligation rather than just yeah. an interest. Yeah. And I think I really, like for me, the reason I do co-curriculars is because I find so much passion and interest in them. And for me, I think they are really important in making you like a multifaceted, multidimensional person Mm. because it shows that like you're not just your degree. Like I think maybe I'll give it like a personal example. Maybe that'll like illustrate more. So like I did, I started like slam poetry, as you know, back in high school. And that was purely out of like to do it for my extension to major work. And then, like, out of the blue, I decided that I was just going to do 
performing a slam like midway through uni. I was just like, let's see how this goes. Like, let's see if people enjoy what I have to say. And like unsuspectingly, it took me quite far. And like, I, I didn't really have, I didn't really kind of preempt it. Yeah. Like it kind of just happened. Um, and suddenly I was just like performing at like writers festivals and like community events and being asked to like perform back at my old high school. And like, it was just so honoring. Um, but then it almost suddenly became like, everyone was looking at, looking yeah. at me, when are you going to produce your next thing? And like, can you do this? And can you perform at this event? And it was just like, instead of writing about things I was passionate about, I was, I found that I was just writing just for the sake of it and just to produce stuff and produce content. And like, I wasn't necessarily satisfied with it or thought it was my best work, but like, yeah. because all these things were coming at me, like I just had to keep on producing and producing. And that to one point that I just like kind of felt like I had like burnt out writing. And I was like, you know where I think this comes from? I think it comes from the fact that when you show up, I don't, wherever it may be, like after you finish uni or if you're showing up to an interview or whatever, you want to sit there and be like, I've done this. Right. And then when you talk about like the poetry, you want to sit there and be like, okay, well, like look at all the like places I've performed and look at all the things I've written and look at all the things people have said about me. But and that's what, like, I think that's where the pressure stems from. The, the ability to say that at the end, I feel like that's such a pressure rather than, okay, let's do this because I, I just want to do it. Um, or, like, I just love doing it. Like, to, is this, I think I get what you're saying. Is it, like, to, oh, I can't think of the word, but, like, to validate your success exactly yes to show to show that it means like what you're doing means something to like the world yeah, yeah. i i think yeah no i definitely agree with that and, and yeah no, that up, hits home. yeah i feel like you spend so much time at you know what you do at uni whether that's like so if you're doing poetry and you just think of it as a hobby then you think like okay well when i show up to like after uni what am i gonna have to show for it like you want to yeah you really want to have something like numbers on paper, like of these festivals, this writing, like this is what people said, like really yeah. objective stuff that I can pick up a piece of paper and like show you, right? Rather than, yeah. oh, I've just done this because I liked doing it because you feel like it will be worth nothing at the end. If yeah. You've done it for like it being a hobby. And then I think it kind of goes back to like the whole topic of, this podcast being like yeah. building your personal brand yeah. and like is what I'm doing building my personal brand mm. and like is it building the brand I want to build yeah and is it is it for the long run and is it like is it what I want to be doing in the future or is it just like something that I'm just interested in now yeah and I think it's I think it's fine if it's it's fine I don't think, either. like I think I don't think all the activities and co-curriculars you pursue necessarily have to contribute to building this version of yourself that you want to be in the future. Yeah. Like you genuinely come out of just pure interest or curiosity. 
Yeah, I no, I totally agree. And I think it's because like we're I mean we're your twenties, like your early twenties and like late teens is still like such you just come out of high school and then you're kind of like expected to know where you want to be like twenty years down the line or like ten years down the line. And mm. you're like I feel like there's some sort of pressure to start working towards that now. Like yeah. It's not like I feel like every move that I think of making at uni is like more a tactical thing rather than a um, like rather than just oh I find that interesting and I just want to see where it takes me. Societies, all these groups, there's a pressure to be like the president to show that you like had teamwork skills. Yeah, you you could lead. I think another way to think about it is like I think going back to like the poetry example, and I'm only using it because. It's just easy to talk from personal experience and it's kind of the most recent example that I can think of. But like I was recently at this interview for like some uni exchange volunteering opportunity or thing. And one of the things they brought up, they were like, how do you think you can use um, your skills as a slam poet um, in this Ooh. circumstance yeah I was like like I wasn't really expecting them to bring it up and then I was like hey like I actually could use this um and like I had to like creatively think on the spot and I was like yeah like I could use this in this opportunity I think for example like I said like I could run because like poetry is based off like creativity and communication and um, helping young kids kind of find their voice in whatever country like I would be allocated to go to um, and getting them to improve their English skills yeah. through kind of writing poetry. And it's like a like, fun way of doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, um, without thinking, it kind of just became essential part in this interview, which had like no relevance yeah. to that whatsoever. Um, but I guess in saying that there's like now this like added pressure to like keep on continuing it, Mm. but less for me and more for now I know it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas like I still, I like, I enjoy writing and stuff, but I hate like being put on the spot and being told to write about this particular topic. And I think it's where, where the hobbies become, like you just start something because you think you want to do it or it's something you're passionate about. And then throughout the like years, whatever months of doing it, when you get all this feedback from other people, like, oh, that would look really good. And like that has, you're learning great skills. And like, you know, you're like, there are all these opportunities like further on that you could pursue. And then it kind of becomes this thing of like getting, from the, getting to the next stage. And then sometimes, yeah, you, like, forget about the passion of starting it or doing it. Mm. Yeah. You need to forget about that. And I think that kind of, like, goes back to this idea of, like, the 20s is, like... Your time has to, Yeah. You have to do it all. Yeah. And it's, like, formative for the rest of your life. And what yeah. you do in your 20s sets up your future, essentially. Mm. But I think... I just kind of like want to like add this in because I feel like we've been kind of talking about like maybe like extracurriculars in a negative way. Yeah. I don't think 
it is a negative thing at all. Oh, no, no way. I think, I think, and like, I encourage people to like find their passion beyond maybe what they're doing at work or at uni. Mm. Um, because I think it makes for like a more kind of, I, for a lack of a better word, a more dynamic person. Mm. And I do think like having your like two or three interests or hobbies that you personally enjoy and not because someone else is telling you to do it, they can really be fulfilling yeah. to your own personal life. Um, and like, as long as you derive a sense of enjoyment from that, it's worthwhile pursuing or delving into. And, like, you don't necessarily have to be the best at it. Yeah, I, I feel like that, like, I think, I think we're, the, like, line we are trying to talk about without being, like, like, extracurriculars are great and, like, they're fun, interesting. They let you do what, maybe, like, what's not available as a degree, I guess, probably. Yeah. And they let you, like, pursue those other interests. But yeah. then they become this, like, just with the way, like, everything works the pressures of uni what other people are doing which is something else I want to talk about but I feel like they become this they become this thing you do to show how great you are and like how how many skills you have and how how much experience you have or how you can capitalize from it and make money from it yeah all that too rather than rather than just being this thing you do because you um enjoy it and I think then the next stage of that is like nowadays like something I feel is like I pick the extracurriculars I feel like will take me the distance right like Mm. that's the second step right like the first step is just doing what you love and then it becoming like this you know becoming this whole other thing of feeling all this pressure but then the second stage is like picking the extracurriculars that you feel like will take you the distance rather than picking and then missing out on the ones that that you like and I think like it shouldn't be that way and it sucks totally it sucks that's the kind of culture we've kind of set out for ourselves that we face from our peers I guess our peers our classmates like all of that do you feel like that's impacted you and the way you view the activities you do 100% yeah 100% because I think I'm like oh if this person can make something out of it then I should be able to, to. Yeah. I'll look at how far this person has come. Why am I yeah. not in that same position? Um, but I think the whole like comparing to other people is just kind of like, like this kind of social mentality yeah. that we've kind of been brought up in. Like um, comparing yourself to the person next to you in anything you do is just kind of human nature. Mm. Um, and it's hard to avoid that. Yeah. Because sometimes you do it without realizing. Like I found, I found recently that I'll be comparing myself to someone like without even kind of realizing it. Mm. And it sucks. Like it's really, it's it's really get out of this mentality. You always think about, okay, well, how did, how is that going to be viewed? I guess by the world or I don't know, by yeah, but by the world, with someone else who's doing this thing. 
Like I always try to compare what I'm doing with what someone else is doing, which is totally different. And I'm like, and I, who's better? Like, you know, like which you're doing that job. I'm doing this job. So like, who's better? And I think you can't because like everyone is on their kind of as cliche as this sounds, everyone is on their own journey and their own timeline. Yeah. And I think it kind of goes back to like setting this timeline for yourself and you have to have done this by this age and done this by this age and whatnot. It's just like this process of life, but it's not realistic. It's because like, especially in this day and age where we really have the opportunity to do anything and everything. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is on their own, like, clock and you can't be on this is such a stupid metaphor but you can't be on like the same clock as them i know because like you might like they might be ahead in you in like some aspect but you might be ahead in like of them in another aspect but it's not like you're really gonna know because you don't like know what's going on in their personal life that's the exact surface level you're comparing your full self to like the 10% you see of somebody else. Mm. And a lot of it derives from social media. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of it just yeah. comes LinkedIn. from, like, seeing people... Oh, LinkedIn, <laughs> don't even talk about it. Um, yeah, a lot of it comes from social media and, like, seeing other people in, like, a, the field, like, you kind of aspire yeah. to be in. And then, like, promoting their brand. And I think recently, like... I found that like there's this like personal interest of mine and like I'm comparing it to like other people who share that same interest. So I'm going to just say dance, for example, like I really enjoy dance, but like, like I go to classes and that sort of stuff, but it's not something I'm actively like making it my thing per se. It's just something I enjoy doing. And I like, I'll just be dancing around the house and yeah. like without realizing. Um, and then, like, comparing it to other people who maybe started off the same way I have, but they have, they have made it into their own thing. Yeah. But I think what you need to realise is that other person has spent time cultivating their art. Mm. So you can't really compare yourself to them when you haven't... Given it the time. that time. Yeah, committed, yeah, committed the same amount of time and energy, like the best version of yourself yeah. in that field. Yeah. So I think you before comparing yourself to another person you need to think how have they reached that position Mm. and like can i really be comparing myself to them when they probably so much more that like behind the scenes that you can't really see Mm. and how long have they invested time-wise energy-wise yeah like Um, you can't suddenly yeah i just kind of wanted to add that whole like you can't compare yourself to other people when they are like spending more time and cultivating more time improving themselves. Turn to the discussion of the current situation like um uni's moved online and obviously that come what comes about is the extracurricular activities they move online as well or they get cancelled or whatever so i guess we'll start with like how has the have there been any challenges of like pursuing the things you like to do or want to do in this situation inevitably been challenges um kind of for the different 
things I was pursuing earlier this year, a lot of the stuff has either been suspended or postponed or rescheduled. Mm. Um, and some of them have efficiently moved online, which is kind of nice to see how people are using the digital space. I do um, think um, during this time, like a lot of people have been talking about like pursuing those interests and hobbies that you've like laid down um, because of whatever reason and like making the most of this time and using it wisely and like being the most productive you can be. And I think that has created a lot. It's, I think like you've probably seen it online. It's created a lot of like discussion about like how, how should, how should we use this time? Yeah. And there's a lot of like um, pressure to be productive, how much we can do during this time. And I think it's created a little bit of, like toxicity yeah um and it kind of i think it kind of stems from what we were talking about before about like kind of living in this kind of culture where we kind of thrive from the hustle mm. so we any spare t time we want to have we want to make it like the most efficient and productive but i think we need to acknowledge that we are literally living in the middle of a global pandemic and like it is a very stressful and anxious time and it's hard to be kind of the best version of yourself i think it's nice to have that discussion about being productive but we need to acknowledge that not everyone can have can talk about that or think about that because they have bigger problems going on in their life i think on the personal brand front like in, in my experience i have like literally zero plan of what i wouldn't like of the stuff the activities I want to do or anything like that and I find like when I'm out there in person so that at uni or out in the world I guess um I just find the opportunities that way do you know what I mean like I'll be talking to someone and be like oh that's really interesting like that group's really interesting or you know and obviously at uni opportunities are around you all the time if you just look and I think sometimes like at the beginning it was really hard for me to get into like the lockdown style of working because everything's more organized. So mm -hmm. it wasn't, it's, it's really hard. Like I used to have so many random conversations and like random opportunities and random things that I do. Um, and those actually ended up being like really- And they would just like pop up. Yeah, and they just pop up or like I'd just be talking to someone or I'd just be like um, at uni doing something, you know, and something else would lead, like it would lead on. Um, Whereas now, like, nothing, like, exciting like that happens um, when, you're, when you're in at home. Um, and rather, I find, like, all the opportunities, you really have to find them yourself and join them yourself. It's not like they're just mm -hmm. going to be there um, or you're going to just meet someone random when you're in your own house, you know. So I think that that, in some respects, like, made it quite a bit harder for me. Like, my engagement with uh i guess the like wider university or even other things i was doing it took me a while to like get on board with it and really find a way to still be a part of things 
Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully there are other people out there feeling the same way who. No, I agree. I think that switch to online um, and not just in terms of extracurriculars, but in terms of work, in terms of study, um, you need that self-motivation and you need to be self-accountable. Um, and those are like two really kind of tricky things when you don't have like peers or like teachers around you to kind of help stimulate that. Um, but in saying that, what I've found really interesting during this period and quite um, surprising and nice to see is how people have been able to transition like to the online space like it's been quite amazing of like the things that you can actually achieve um without that face-to-face -face contact yeah i really wish i had like five steps that i could just like say but i feel like overcoming it i, I feel like it's a process that i'm still going through probably you're still going through um and i feel like when you you, the environment when you put yourself in an environment like a university um where other people are competitive around you and stuff like that it's really hard and you're there every day it's really hard to fully and forever overcome it it's more like dealing with it mm. um that's what i found i found like my i guess are not okay well let's just get over this it's more like okay how do we embrace and deal with this yeah. environment and take the positives from it and leave the negatives aside and of course like it's a work in progress and it's not perfect for me um, one way i look at it is like painting the bigger picture mm. like i do find that really helps and um as easy as it is to say and difficult to implement but focusing on yourself and I, I think I said this before, but like, like looking at your own timeline and not other people's, but like, I think a good thing is just like, I know the, I've no, I haven't done this myself, but like people set like a vision board yeah. for themselves and like where they want to go. And sometimes I know like people have said like kind of that um, helps them keep on track and know like, like, yeah, you might find yourself comparing yourself to other people, but when when you kind of go back to that, you're like, but like, this is what I want to achieve. I don't want to be like the person next to me. As long as it's keeping you passionate, motivated, happy, then that's kind of all that matters. Thank you so much, Nish, for joining us on this episode. Thank you for having me. I hope people can relate or have learnt a thing or two. Yeah. Um, I, I know I'll be listening to this episode over and over again <laughs> over my rest of my university time to remind myself about all this stuff. Thank you so much, Nish. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll catch you on our next episode soon. Bye.